morning, good afternoon, and night. You are now listening to Greg Talks. My name is Greg, I am currently 19 years old, and I attend community college currently. And today I wanted to talk about tips on how to start your own creative venture or business. And the first thing I'm going to talk about is YouTube. Now, YouTube is a platform where you can share tons of different ideas. Uh, You you could talk about things like anime, uh, movies, TV, gaming, uh, beauty, vlogging. Pretty much the whole world is your oyster when it comes to topics on YouTube. Uh, You can even podcast on here on YouTube. Um, And the thing you want to know before you get started on YouTube is first you want to have a certain idea of what your topic or what your channel is going to be focused around. And the reason I say this is because I've seen a lot of channels basically on YouTube that basically cover a lot of things, but it's not focused on one specific thing. And what happens is it confuses your audience because your audience does not know what to expect. Now, this can help you to actually have a niche but it all depends on how you market the niche as well because let's say uh, you talk about anime but which anime are you going to talk about if it's just anime in general it's going to be too broad and on the other hand if you just talk about one aspect of one specific anime it's going to be too narrow so you kind of want to have it in the middle to where you know you talk about a lot of different animes but you keep it mainly on you know openings and endings or you could talk about characters within certain animes though and over time you can um create a variety of animes that you talk about on your channel but that way it kind of like keeps your audience grounded into okay this is what you usually talk about in regards to anime and it's not just like everything um the second thing that you want to do when it comes to a youtube channel is focus on your marketing marketing is very essential when it comes to a channel's survival on the platform and really the best way to kind of get the word out is well social media uh going out on instagram facebook uh, things like uh, Pinterest to kind of a- advertise your content really will help you get more viewers in the long run and will create a long-lasting fan base opposed to you posting things and expecting people to come because people aren't just going to click on your content just because you're posting things that they may or may not be interested in because for one, if it's not grabbing their attention, for one, if other people haven't been clicking on it, um, then you're not really going to kind of um, go into the popular consciousness too well, and you're going to like fade away slowly. So you want to make sure you get your marketing out. I personally think the best way to market is to create thumbnails uh, specifically for social media and then just submit them as posts. Uh, Instagram, I think, is a better platform to use than Facebook is just because, you know, if you already have a lot of followers on Instagram, it's probably going to be easier to market your content. But I mean, if you are more comfortable with using a platform like Facebook, 
or Snapchat, then by all means, use those. Uh, the third thing I want to talk about, though, is creating a consistent schedule for your content on YouTube. Um, basically, consistency is very, very important to viewers because some viewers come, they expect content on a certain day, and especially if you promise to post content on a certain day or part of the week, uh, they're going to expect there to be something there. And the thing is, the way the YouTube algorithm is, it actually favors those who have a more consistent schedule than those that don't. Uh, so if you basically post on Monday and Wednesday, you have to kind of stick to Monday and Wednesday for the duration of however long you want to stick to that. Otherwise, if you start posting on different days, it's going to throw not only your audience off, but it throws the algorithm off because the algorithm doesn't know when to promote your videos because you changed up now and now the system doesn't necessarily know when you're going to post. So you want to make sure you stay very consistent. And also that builds up a certain trust level with your audience too, though, and communication, which is also very important because if you do happen to change up your schedule, you want to let your audience know that you are changing. That way they can prepare ahead of time. So when you do post on a different day, oh, like, okay, he posts on Tuesdays now instead of Mondays and Wednesdays. So we know now at least when to expect the content. And the fourth thing is perseverance. Perseverance, in my opinion, is very important because you basically run the channel the way you want to run it, though. You shouldn't let anybody else tell you how to run your channel because it is your creative venture, and it's totally up to you to decide how you're going to play out you know, your content for however, for however long you want to do it. You shouldn't let your viewers dictate what you're going to post or how you're going to do things because all that does is it leads to burnout because you're trying to meet too many people's expectations over a short amount of time and you're not going to please everybody because it is art at the end of the day. So... You just kind of have to put it out there and just accept that it's going to be the way it's going to be and focus mainly on improving your content over time, longevity, perseverance will get you very far. Now, another way you can start a creative business is to create a blog. Now, blogging is a completely different ball game than YouTube. Well, not exactly because, I mean, blogging essentially is just... Instead of having a video version of what you're talking about, it's just strictly all text. But the first thing you want to do when creating a blog is you want to find a good blogging platform and domain. So things like Wix, uh, Squarespace, Bluehost, um, and shoot, there's uh, another one that is called Webinode. Uh, those are like the top top-of-the-line kind of like hosting platforms that uh, are easy to start your blogging uh, site. But uh, And then the second thing you want to do is find a domain, though. Now, domains do cost money, so I'm not really going to get into that, though, because I'm just focused on the free things. But, yeah, um, either Wix, Squarespace, or Webnode are good web websites uh, to host your 
blocking platform. Oh, and WordPress as well. Uh, so after you find a good platform, then you want to like select a theme for what you for what you want to go for. And this kind of ties into what I was talking about earlier with finding your niche. So basically, if you're going to do a cooking kind of blog, uh, you want your theme to be centered around food. If you're going to do video games, you want your blog to be centered around gaming and so on and so forth, though. Like I said, when people come to your blogging site, um, depending on what it is titled, they're going to expect a certain type of content. And if they don't get that content, well, they're going to be more inclined to click off. So that is very important that you have a good and simple theme but one that stays on your topic. Uh, you also want to give your blog like a certain type of originality to it. Um, originality is very important because it's what makes your site stand out from the rest. So if you're having like a cooking theme, though, you might want to have certain animations on your website, though, that showcase um, what you like about cooking, though, that'll kind of catch your viewer's eye. I'm a huge proponent for aesthetics and color theory, so those two things kind of will make certain parts of your website pop, and you don't need to be like the best artist to do these things, you just can find like videos that talk about web design and graphic design to kind of just help you to create a very stunning and nice looking page that's going to catch your viewers' attention. Uh, you're also going to want to have plugins for your blog. Um, plugins do cost a little bit of money. Uh, things like the ones you're going to need that are important, in my opinion, are Google and Google Ads uh, and an SEO plugin. So those plugins essentially help get your blog out into the um, web browser, so when people search up your name, it's more likely to pop up, um, and that's why you kind of need those plugins. Um, so SEO stands for Search Engine Optimization, and Google Analytics or Google Ads um, essentially will tell you how many people are clicking on your uh, link from searching up your website, and that'll give you kind of an idea of what you might need to change to better advertise your site and basically what the search engine optimization is it does what i was talking about earlier and it actually kind of um, uses keywords and certain things that you will attach to it that'll um, basically make the search engine more likely to bring up your website when people search for certain keywords um, henceforth getting you more clicks and more attention and then the last thing you're going to want to do is just to have very compelling content. And what I mean is that, like, make sure everything that you post on your blog is rep representative of your passion of what you want to put on there. Nobody wants to click on something that just kind of reads, oh, he's just doing this to kind of get views and money because you shouldn't be creating a business if you're not passionate about what you're creating. None of these successful businesses that you know they're started with no passion. There were people that really worked hard and really were about the work that they were creating and the products that they were making, and that's why people went out and bought them, not because they were just in it for the money. So 
that is very important that you have compelling content. You put passion behind your work. And it does take a lot of hard work to do this, guys. I mean, it's not, like, easy. But once you kind of get into the rhythm of, like, writing down certain posts and once you find your voice within your blog, it'll come much easier to post very eye-catching, very compelling and passionate work that people are always going to want to click on and return to. And that in turn is going to make people actually recommend your blog to other friends and colleagues of theirs to go and check out your work because your work impressed them so much that it might actually impact somebody that they know and then they're going to check it and then your blog is just going to spread out more and more to a lot of different people. And a third way you can get your creative business off the ground is through collaboration. Now, in my opinion, collaboration is really important because it allows you to get perspectives from your other peers and it allows you to bounce ideas off of each other to see like what's the best thing to talk about or what's the best video to make in regards to what you want to talk about. And I'm going to um, cite two specific resources that I think are really great um, to actually help you to start collaborating with some of your other peers. And the first one is called Hit Record. It was actually founded by Joseph Gordon Levitt, uh, who most of you or some of you may know as an actor. He played in the movie Looper. He was Robin in The Dark Knight Rises, and he was also in some other films re recently as well. And essentially, uh, his goal was to create a place where collaborators or people who had a lot of creativity could come together and basically work with other people for free to create um, projects of their own. And I just wanted to share that with you guys because I think it's a great way for you to find other people who are interested in something that you're doing um, to help get you, you know, more set off and to your success with your business or your creative venture. So if you go to his like about page um, or the hit record about page, it says that we are all storytellers at heart and make up the community, creative, finance, post-production, UX, which is effects, Product and engineering teams working together to bring you the best possible collaborative and creative experience. And if you go on there um, to the to the website hitrecord.org or to the app hitrecord, um, all you have to do is make an account, and then you basically can click on what genres or what things that interest you, depending on what you're doing, and then it will automatically like show you what other people are doing that you could potentially um, give a hand in, and then you can also post up your own projects and what you're working on, and other people will come and join in to help you out. Um, it's just all about um, how you use the platform, but that's one platform that um, definitely is all about collaboration, and you don't have to promote it all. People will just find you and then um, click on your thing, and then they'll just kind of like contact you if they want to help you out. The second um, app, collaborative app, is called Daisy, uh, and you can find that by uh, on the App Store by just clicking or typing in Daisy, 
which is D-A-I-S-I-E, or just looking up daisy.com. And essentially, Daisy was um, founded by an actor. <laughs> yeah, I see the see the uh, the pattern here with like actors found fi- founding these collaborative uh, projects. But the actor that founded Daisy.com's name is M- Maisie Williams. Uh, most of you probably know her from Game of Thrones, as she played the character. I think her name is Arillo, Ariel, or something like that. Um, you guys can hate on me for not being a Game of Thrones fan, but like I, uh, I never really watched the show, but I know that she plays that character, and uh, she basically, similarly to Hit Record, kind of like founded the Daisy platform to help collaborators kind of get a leg up into the into the industry to help them kind of go on their way with what they want to do and it's a place where you can find other people to work with. Um, you can basically post little, um, sticky notes as to your whole process and that you can give people kind of like a a foreground as to what you need and what you require to get what you want made done. And I think it's a really cool place, uh, similar to hit record, but you can just come and find other people who are into what you're about um, if you go on the website Daisy, which is D-A-I-S-I-E.com, uh, it'll, you'll see on there, uh, it'll actually like make a uh, an account, and similar to Hit Record, there'll be a whole lot of genres um, as follows, which are film, music, art, animation, looking for collaborators specifically, fashion, photography, li- literature, and design. Uh, and when you get on there, you could basically just find a plethora of like creative people who are just doing a lot of great stuff. Um, specifically, if you want to find collaborators, I would just go to the looking for collaborators page uh, to where you can uh, just immediately find people who want to like help you out. And uh, yeah. So it just goes to show you that um, collaboration is just really integral, I think, to creative people because despite, you know, you being able to do it like all on your own, it always helps to have people there who are passionate about what you're passionate about. And two heads are better than one. And they two people can always make a way more intuitive and creative passion project than just one person. And the last thing I wanted to talk about was merchandising, and more specifically, making t-shirts. Merchandising can be a great benefit to your business. Um, Making products spreads your brand out. It lets people get to know more about who you are and the types of things that you make. But more importantly, t-shirts, I feel like, are one of the biggest proponents or just apparel in general to really um, making you a lot of money faster than sometimes your own content can. And there are a lot of reasons for this. For one, uh, t-shirts are very inexpensive to produce. Most oftentimes, if you look online and search for uh, certain t-shirt making websites, as long as you have a simple design, it doesn't usually cost that much to order like a bulk of screen printed t-shirts. T-shirts also can be very versatile 
as there are a lot of different, you know, options and things you could put on it, though. I mean, the world is your oyster. It's essentially a canvas you could work with forever in terms of what you could put on the front and the back. Uh, they're not, they don't take too long to produce. Uh, they usually, you know, few weeks, I think they usually take to make. And like I said, it all depends on the site that you pick. And I'm going to get into that later. Um, but I'm just going through like why I think they're beneficial. Um, you, there's also like a lot of options to choose from depending on what type of shirts you're making. Uh, usually, uh, t-shirts, um, high quality t-shirts tend to be at a pretty affordable price, but like I said, this goes back to the website though. And you get really just got to pay attention to see like if you're getting a good deal or not with, uh, the options that you're choosing from, uh, they do tend to inspire camaraderie. Like I said, it promotes a lot of, it, it promotes like a community driven fan base, um, that listens to your content because if your fans are wearing like all the same shirt, that means they have something in common and that actually like gives them something to talk about and to chat about online. So it just really, it just is like is positive all throughout. Um, of course they can be comfortable and then they can like save you a lot of time. Uh, when it comes to marketing, they are a pretty safe option, of course, for you to, you know, do the t-shirt route if you don't want to, like, be marketing on social media and stuff. And overall, um, it's just a good way to kind of, like, get your name out there in general. And the website uh, that I think is the best for making t-shirts is Teespring. And if you go to, like, Teespring site and you... Uh, press the about page, you know, it says on there that a lot of people use Teespring to turn their ideas into high quality products. Uh, and when you shop there, uh, you know, you're supporting independent creators such as yourself, but there are other, a lot of creators that use it though, because they're a great partner. Um, I don't see a lot of people having problems with them and everything that you make on there is like all custom. You have full reign over everything that you make on there. And usually uh, people tend to be pretty pleased with the products that come off of uh, Teespring. So I'll just talk about a little bit how to use it. That way, if, when you get on there, you know what to do. So when you get on the Teespring, uh, it's going to ask you to like create a design. So usually it'll ask you to like select, you know, T-shirt, either male or female or both. Um, and then it'll ask you to put a design you know to make a design or to upload a design to the shirt uh then when you do that uh you can basically start a campaign and once you start a campaign it pretty much puts it out into your teespring store and then at that point you just have to get people to come to your teespring store to actually buy the products and then when they buy the products teespring will ship them for you so pretty much it is good all around and you, you could go on there and see if it's the best fit for your own business personally but I just wanted to share that with you guys as uh, it could be a huge helper in just getting your name off the ground faster than if you don't want to do t-shirts and if you just want to stick to social media as your main source of uh, your main source of marketing 
So I hope you guys got something out of all out of those tips and uh, ways I talked about to starting your business. The only reason I wanted to you know talk about that with you guys is because I think um, entrepreneurship is very is a very important thing to promote, and I just wanted to kind of help you guys get on your way to creating something that you you maybe have been wanting to make for a long time, but just didn't know like how to kind of get it started. So if you have any other questions um, about the things that I talked about, just reach out to me on social media or, uh, you know, on Amino if you if you uh, follow me on there. But uh, other than that, yeah, I will, uh, you know, talk to you guys next week with another topic um, at another time, at another day and potentially another place, but pro- probably not. And uh, if you're looking for uh, where you can find this podcast, I post on Thursdays on Anchor.fm every week. Um, I will be posting on YouTube, maybe, maybe not. Um, But you should see the videos on YouTube at a a certain point. Um, Still kind of trying to work out the whole YouTube thing. Um, But yeah, so that's still the schedule. Um, and yeah, um, also, uh, if you're interested in supporting me on Patreon, you could go check out my Patreon account at Patreon, which is P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash G-R-E-G-T-A-L-K-Z, Patreon.com slash Greg Talks. It would be greatly appreciated as I still want to make exclusive content for you guys, but like I said, it's totally optional. You don't have to support me on there, but if you want to, it's open, and I would definitely appreciate the assistance. So, yeah, I'll uh, see you guys next week. Bye.